All right, welcome to the ninth episode of the Craig Gibson Aridi podcast. And with me today, I have Mr. Andrew Davies. How are you, Wombat? Yeah, not bad. How are you, mate? Good, champion. Um, can I start with the nickname Wombat? Where did that come from? Um, I was like, place I worked at, one bloke turned around one day and was like, just called me Wombat. And then from there, someone else called me and it kind of took off. Yeah, right. Do you like it? Oh, it'll do. <laughs> I've got a few nicknames, but it's probably one of the easiest. Can you share any of the others? Um, depending on what circuit you go to, yeah. people might call me Cuz, or they might call me PJ, or um, the Polar Bear. That's about it. Polar Bear. Yeah, okay. I can see I can see all of those. Yeah. <laughs> um, Childhood, where'd you grow up? Do you have brothers and sisters? Yeah, I've got a sister. She's six years older than me. Okay. I grew up in Colton. Yep. Went to school there, Colton High, Bennett Road Public School. Yep. Um, my folks have lived there. That's their first house. Yeah, right. I still live there now. I lived there till I was 22, I think. Then I moved out for a bit. Yep. Then I moved back in. And then I moved out eventually, probably. <laughs> I think we all have a go at uh, testing the waters by moving out and then moving back in and yeah. then you do it finally for good. Um, did you enjoy growing up at Colton, Western Sydney? Yeah, it was good. Yeah. Used to ride bike around all the time, hang out with the mates. Yep. Played like in the street because we lived in a heaps quiet street. When I was really young, the street was open to like Roper Road where you could like drive oh, yeah. through, so you got heaps of through traffic to St. Clair. Yep. So we were never allowed on the road, but probably, I don't know, when they closed it eventually anyway. And yeah, so it okay. just become like a, it was closed off. Yep. It was heaps good. Yeah. Did, um, growing up as a kid, was it BMXs, sports, cricket? What did um, you do? I used to just ride my bike and like hung out with a neighbor next door after school. Yep. And didn't really play any. Oh, I played basketball for a while. Oh, really? From, I don't know what they call it, when you're a little kid, all the way up to like, until I was 12. Yep. I stopped about 12. I was, um, I just wasn't really. Can, a, it. can, can a wombat dunk? <laughs> <laughs> I was just like that kid that would run up and down the sideline, hope the ball didn't get thrown to me. <laughs> Oh, mate, I've been the same with um, basketball. Don't worry. Um, what were your best memories as a kid? Um, probably like holidays, I suppose. We always went somewhere. Yeah, okay. Did So we'd either go to a friend's place at um, Nelson Bay. Like we had a family house and then we'd like go hang out with them, go camping or whatever. They lived up at Tenelba Bay. Oh, yeah. Just at Port Stevens. Or... My auntie and uncle's property, which was obviously good, like 200 acres at Oberon. Yeah, nice. I ride motorbikes, hang out with my cousins, did a bit of work in auntie's garden. She had like a big, like a massive daffodil garden that was open during the festival. Yeah, right. September and spring. Okay. So, yeah, that was probably the best things. Yeah. So, you had a, a good mixture of beach and bush. Yeah, always. Yeah. Um, just you and your sister? Yeah, that's yeah, it. cool. Um, what was 
What was the best thing about growing up with a sister? Nothing the reason really. I ask is because I've got two brothers, so I, I don't know what it would be like to grow up with a sister. Uh, well, too far apart. Okay. She was like six years, so yep. I was just in the way. Okay. didn't get along at all. Yeah, right. Do you get along now? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. We live, like, she lives like McDonald's, so we kind of live further apart. Okay. But like across social media and stuff, we like talk and that sort of thing. Yep. Probably have more interests now than before. It was like just head to head. Yeah. Everything. Yeah. Not good. <laughs> <laughs> we're competitive, even though you had. No, it was Tom. just like we just fought for no reason. Oh, really? Like, yeah, you know, TV remote, what's on TV in my room. Oh, I was always in her room, you know, yeah, that sort yeah. of thing, because yeah. I was younger. Yeah. Probably, yeah, probably you were always in the way. Yeah. <laughs> um, your mum and dad, are you close to them? And yeah, yeah, always close to them. Like, yeah. We've always done everything together, eh? Yeah. Pretty good. Yeah, awesome. Um, or like anything we wanted, they would like try to do it or yeah, that sort of thing. Yeah, cool. How do you, how was your teenage years? Any um, mischief? Nah. I was like a... No, I never did anything wrong, eh? Yeah. I, I, like, probably from when I stopped basketball, that sort of thing. Around the time when the PlayStation came out, I started playing that. Yep. And then, like, I just, just become pretty much a nerd, like, played games, like, all the time. Yeah, okay. In my teen years, I probably played, like, 60 hours a day or something. Wow. Or more. Do you feel now, looking back at that, do you, do you feel that playing six hours a day, for example, whether it be three hours, four hours, six hours, that affected you in any way? Because like a lot of people now say, oh, get them off social media, get them off the computers, get them off gaming because no, it has know. a negative effect. Do you but feel like it did? I'd already spent my life outside. Yep. So it was like done those sorts of things. I like, And I did enjoy doing it, but I just like computers like – I like playing games. It's fun. Yeah, yeah. I still like to do it now, but I don't have the time for it because it's such a wasted time. Yeah. And, you know, you could sit, I could sit and play a game for like three hours. It's like that, like nothing. Yeah, and it just goes, doesn't it? Yeah. Mm. And so it's disappointing to try play and spend like an hour and then like, oh, I've got to do something else. So I just don't bother. Yeah, yeah. I think it's just entertainment and just an escapism for yeah. some people and just a way to just occupy your time when you're, You've got fun. nothing else to do and it's fun. You to hang out with people? Yep. Probably like when the internet really sort of took off, that was when it took off the most. Yeah. I played PlayStation a bit and stuff. Yeah. Still sort of hung out with friends. But then once the internet came out and I had friends that were into it as well, like everyone just you stayed home and yep. hung out online. Like, yeah. Yep. Why not? Yeah. Um, wasn't getting in trouble. Wasn't doing anything wrong. Yeah, that's right. You're not, <laughs> you're not going out robbing anything, are you? Yeah. You're not out, you're not taking drugs, you're not yeah, yeah, causing like mischief. That. Yeah. I, I think a lot of um a lot of parents can over worry about what their kids are doing in with gaming. Um I think eventually everyone grows out of it. Hmm. Um currently married, children. Yeah, I'm married. Yep. my um, wife Allison and yep. daughter, Olivia. Yep. How yeah. old's Olivia? It's a tough question. <laughs> she's just over a year. It's always hard to work out. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What do so, you say? Oh, she's like a year and two months. Yeah, like she's that. just over a year. That'll that's that's fine. It's like thirteen and a half months if you want to be exact. Yeah, awesome. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, how long have you been married for? Oh, we just discussed this the other day too. Yeah. <laughs> Since 2016. Yep. Okay, cool. Whereabouts did you get married? Um, so we went to the church at Currajong at yep. the top of the hill there. Okay. That little one. Um, and then the reception was at Camden. There's a big old house there. Yeah, right. It's pretty cool. It was in June. Yep. Fourth of June. Nice and cool. Nice and cool. Yeah. Mm. So and they had a fireplace and everything. It was real good. Yeah, awesome. Um, how's Olivia been? Yeah, she's uh, good. Yeah, good. Sleeps well. Um, she has her moments. Yep. But Alison's pretty good. She, like, does everything really, pretty much. Yeah. She's great. You play the good support role. Yeah. <laughs> I help out as much as possible, but she's all over it. She, like, knows how to do everything, so. Yeah. Yep. Cool. What's the best thing about being a father? Um, it's early days, eh? It's hard to say. Mm. You know, like, now it's good because they kind of know who you are more and kind of like, yeah, it's a good feeling. But early on, you kind of, you know, they just lay on the floor and they just hang around. You're not really sure. Like, you don't know what to do and you don't know if like, yep. you're doing it right. Yeah. And now, like, she gets happy and sees you and that, so it's probably good. Yeah, yeah. Is that? I guess that would be rewarding when you you have that or that that baby or, or yeah, that yeah. young, really young child start to recognise you. And yeah, that's, that's right. Yeah, it's a part of you. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'll get into a little bit later about what you do for work, but with the hours that you work, do you do you do you get a lot of time with her? Um. Yeah, I do. Yeah, like obviously not so much in the morning, but. In the Arvos, like we eat dinner at the same time and then we'll have a shower together and stuff. Like, and I'll like while Alison's getting dinner ready, I'll hang out with her and like that sort of thing. So we spend a couple of hours in the evening all the time. Yeah, awesome. So there's a couple of a couple of guys in the gym. So Johnny Watton, expecting Blake Kelly, Mitch Vella, Rob Wallace, they've all recently had kids. Um, Brad Evans, all. Any advice for those guys? Nah, not really, eh? Strap yourself in. It's <laughs> nah, not that bad. I don't know. If you've got a wife as good as mine, it's not that bad, but. Yeah. Yeah. No, they, they're all, all of them are right with that. Um, well, Brad was telling me a, a story just before we come up here um, that about, you know, having to suck the snot out of the kid's nose. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We have one of those. I've never done it, eh? But. Get in there and get amongst it. Yeah, yeah. It has like a little filter on it and stuff. You just uh, he just well, he just said it. I just assume and just lobs into his mouth. It's like <laughs> a he said it's just like an oyster. Oh, you could do it. <laughs> we got like this little tool and it has like a little nozzle on it, so you can suck through it. It has a filter. It kind of sucks it into a tube, like yes. And it probably gets a better seal because it's kind of pointed on the end. So yeah, it okay. Nose a little bit. Yep. Is there something that Olivia's done or you've been you've experienced that you could share that's maybe funny or something disgusting or sucking an oyster in your mouth? No, not really. <laughs> hey, I, not that I could think of. Changing nappies? No, that's not that oh, I work in garbage trucks, so like Yeah. People's perception of how bad that is is different, I suppose. Yeah, it would be. I've seen them like sprawled out all on the floor or smashed open and everything. So it's <laughs> Yeah, so something a so child one's is yours bad. and a bit of poo on there. So what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. Um, 
Yeah, what do you do for work? Uh, now I work at a garbage truck company, Suez. You'd see them everywhere. Yeah. Big company. Um, I work on all the trucks that like pick up the residential bins. Okay. So bins that you put out at night. Yeah. So what, what's your role with Suez? Uh, I'm just a mechanic, but I do like the breakdown. So I start when the trucks start. Yep. Make sure they all get out right. And then all the drivers are out picking up if they have any problems. Then they'll call me and I'll go out and fix what I can and that sort of thing. Yeah, okay, rightio. Um, so diesel mechanic by trade? Yeah, pretty much, yeah. Uh, how long have you been doing that for? started when I was 15, 17th of November, wow. 2003. Yeah, that's specific. <laughs> <laughs> so um, do you enjoy it? Uh, if I have to make money, yeah, it's probably the best way to do it. Yeah, okay. I couldn't really picture myself doing anything else. Yeah, okay. I haven't really done anything else. Yep. And, you know, like, you've got know, to. Just how it is. You've got to enjoy that that feeling of being able to fix something. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's probably what it is, I suppose. You know? Yeah, you always it feels good when things work again. Yeah, the problem solving, especially. I think we've had conversations before about you know you see so you, your um you know, fixing things as you go, like emergency breakdowns yeah, as well. Yeah, and pretty much. So, you know, be traffic issues and yeah, all that trying to get thing. a truck back on the road. And so, you know, you're under time constraints. And so being able to to fix something and get it going again, it's it'll be rewarding. Yeah, that is. Yeah. Especially if you don't have like the part for something, but then you come up with a way around it. Yeah. So like work something out. Yeah. And you're like, yes, all right, go. Yeah. I can get out of the rain. Yeah. <laughs> so, what time do you start of a morning? 4 a.m. Well, that's when I start work. I leave home at about 2.30. Ouch. Takes about an hour, roughly. Yeah. I like to get there a bit earlier, you know. Mm. And how long have you been doing that for? The the whole time you've... Starting early. Mm. Um, I kind of like got earlier and earlier. So, I first started with Suez in 2004. 15 and I worked at Campbelltown and I was getting up at four. Yep. I started at seven. I used to get up 4 30, 4 o'clock. I'd go to the gym on the way. And then um after gym, I'd go straight to work. Okay. So yeah, probably I didn't have to start so early, but yeah, it's about when I started. Yeah, and okay. Then from then I worked at Campbelltown for a bit and then I moved from there over to Lucas Heights. Yeah. And that was like when I had to start early. So it was probably like a year later or a bit less. Mm-hmm. I think less than that. I started February 2015 and then September I moved over to Lucas Heights. Okay. And how long were you there for? At Lu- at Lucas, Lucas Heights. Heights. I'm still there now. Like, that's what oh, sorry. I thought you meant like you're living over there. Oh, no, no. Yeah. Like I just Okay. So the yard was at Campbelltown and yeah, then, yeah. yeah sorry, right, yeah. So I went to the Campbelltown yard and then I moved to it. Lucas Heights Yard. Yeah, okay. Um, were you, what made you pick North Richmond to live? Uh, that's where Alison grew up. Okay. <laughs> yeah. She won? Yeah, yeah. I suppose. <laughs> so why I ask that is um, then travelling, I guess, an hour to work each way. Do you, do you find that? I guess that time of the mornings probably not you don't get much traffic. Yeah, I don't, it was like the cost of like buying a house. That's why we so we were sort of together for a while and stuff. And then 
before we got engaged, we like bought a house. And obviously looking, we were at a we had a certain budget to stay to. I already had a house that I'd bought and um that was like an investment then, like that was why I'd moved out. I moved okay. out of home, lived in my own house for a while. Yeah. Then I moved back home and just rented that out because I was sort of working away all the time. Mm-hmm. And then we were looking for a house and just our price range was like either the sort of Hawkesbury area or yep. I don't know what other places. Didn't really suit us. We kind of still wanted to live near where sort of we were. At yep. the time, I worked in Penrith. Okay. So wasn't it too wasn't bad. That far. Yeah, it was yeah. pretty good. Yeah. It was a good price. Like, mm. And then we um, sold that place eventually. We bought in Bow Mountain and um, moved into Allison's parents' place because they moved down the coast yep. into a holiday house they had there because they retired. So that's why we just ended up there. Yeah, okay, cool. What do you like most about the Hawkesbury or living here? Um, the cafes are good. Yeah. And just like, it's kind of like out of the way, but it's not. Yeah. Sometimes a bit of a pain to travel places, but pretty good otherwise yeah i know what you mean um back to work you you used to now working those hours like starting at 4 a.m yeah i prefer it yeah okay i hate it yeah so you finish at 12 1 yeah around then yeah okay i guess getting up would be a little hard but finishing at that time it's sweet i don't problem like you have to go to work you have to get up it's no yeah it's not really a question eh? Yeah, okay. Like job's your job. Yep. It's what you got to do. Yeah. So you, what time do you try and get to bed of a night? About 7 o'clock, 7.30. I yep. aim for. Yeah. Okay, cool. If um, I make it, then I'm happy. If not, oh, well. Yeah. You get tired. Yeah. <laughs> Battle on. Yeah, pretty much. What was your What was your first ever job? Uh, I worked at the local IGA, stacking the shelves. Is that Colliden, Penrith Way? Yeah, in Colliden. Yeah. It's like just up the road. You could walk there. Yeah, okay. It's like perfect. Yeah. Worked there for, I don't know how long. Got fired eventually. Yeah. I left. It was a dispute. Yeah. They said I took money, but yeah. I didn't. Yeah, okay. So I was like, well, they're like, oh, well, you can pay the money or leave. And I was like, all right, I'm leaving. Yeah. I didn't, I'm not paying you for nothing. Yeah, exactly. Because they gave me a till, like, I was a bit late, and so like rather than counting it beforehand, they just gave it to me, and they're like, "Oh, that's no, right." Yeah. So and so, someone that they liked, like you know, she knows how to do it. Yeah, righto. And then at the end of the day, counted it. It's hundred dollars short. Uh. And they're like, "Oh, you have to pay. You have to pay." I'm like, "I'm not paying. I didn't." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I didn't gain anything. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah, that's that's actually common in retail, and you'll find someone's. Someone's taken the money somewhere and then someone else gets the blame for it. Yeah, well, they just miscounted it. Yeah. I got given it. How old were you then? Uh, Oh, 14. Yeah. So you went, did you go from that to your apprenticeship? Yeah, I had a bit of a break. And um, then I started my apprenticeship, like finished high school, not high school, well, yeah, finished year 10. And then two weeks later, I started working there. Yeah, right. What's the funniest thing that's ever happened to you at work? Oh, I don't know, I honestly, <laughs> I couldn't think of one. Yeah, radio. Um, is there is there something that you're proud of 
with your career so far? Is there something that that's rewarding for you, or you know, a job that you remember that you've that you're you're proud of? Uh, no, not particularly. I'm pretty proud of all of them. Yeah, I've done like I've got. I've also I'm also an auto elect. Well, I'm more of a mechanic than auto elect, but I did both certificates. Okay, so like dual trade, that's pretty good. Yeah, yeah, pretty cool. handy. Yeah, definitely. And it's uh, auto electrician as well as a diesel mechanic there. Yeah, in high demand, that's for sure. Fortunately, they don't pay you any extra, but to do that, yeah. <laughs> So they don't at all? There's just no nah, yeah. Works out well for me because I'm useful, I suppose. Yeah. Yeah. You'd be pretty valuable to them. How many how many diesel mechanics would they have on at Suez? Do you know? Oh, there's heaps. Yeah, it's okay. A massive company. I know of well, there's in the workshop now, there's four at our workshop and then Another workshop at Eastern Creek has like at least four or five as well. And then Campbelltown has two. Yeah, okay. So there's a fair few. Yeah. That's just the ones I know of. Mm. There's depots everywhere. Nara, Maria, um, up the coast, more yeah. of them. How many issues or tra- are you going to a day or how many trucks are you looking at a day? It varies. On average, probably like three or four. Yep. Um. And like plus half an hour travel out there and back each time, like if I've come back to the workshop. Yeah, okay. And then summertime is more, obviously. Yeah. Recently, we've got new trucks, so it's less. I used to do like 12 a day. Sometimes I would just see if I was going to get like seven before seven. Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah. Well, that sort of thing. Yeah. It was like, especially summertime. Mm. Just like, Andrew, Andrew, people are like, don't you get tired of hearing your name on the radio all the time? Yeah. <laughs> They want the best, that's why. I was like, no, not really. Send us the wombat. Yeah. They're <laughs> like, oh, can you put me on the list? I'm like, yeah, righto. <laughs> um, how did you come to be start doing CrossFit? Um, so I was working in Orange and that. Yeah. And um, I'd become like pretty chunky because I didn't do anything. Yeah. I didn't do anything for years, eh? Like, when you say chunky, what sort of weight are we talking? Like 105 or something, I think. Yeah, okay. So I always did a bit of gym, did a bit of MMA and stuff like that. Yeah. Jiu-jitsu, we spoke about that like yep. before, you know. Yeah. But never really a big sports person, like never played a team sport, nothing like that. Not after playing basketball. Yeah. Most I'd ever do was like 10 minutes on a treadmill. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and the rest was just like kind of weights. Yeah, okay. Bro sessions. Yeah. I suppose wrestling was pretty, in, like BJJ was pretty intense. Yeah, how far did you go with that? Oh, it's still even that wasn't that far. Like a couple of stripes, I think, in my yep. white belt. Yep. But um, did did you do that in Orange? No, that was still in. That was before I went to Orange. Like okay, that was earlier on. Yeah. But that was where I'd sort of come across Trevor for who did CrossFit later on as well. Yeah. But yeah, to get to it, so I got chunky and stuff, and I was like, ah, oh. I was always hanging out with my cousin in Bathurst, and he rode push bikes and I was kind of getting into that and he's like oh this friend of mine does this thing called like CrossFit you should have a look yeah so we watched videos what year was this do you remember 2010 yeah okay so 2011 around yeah there. so it's pretty raw yeah I, I was like what yeah and then when you talk to it at the time I was like what's that yeah and you explain it to them and they're like that sounds stupid <laughs> and so 
they used to do it at a park like in the morning. Yeah. And um, I went down there a couple of times on my days off, had a bit of a crank. I was like, wow, this, this is all right. Like I feel pretty good. You get to lift weight. Yeah. Even though I wasn't very good at it at the time, like I love, love lifting weights. Yeah. It's perfect for me. You don't have to run very far. Yeah. You know, 400 metres at a time. <laughs> <laughs> and um, so from there, got more into it, kind of started doing it more at the gym and stuff by myself. Mm-hmm. And then at my cousin's place, whenever I'd stay there, because I sort of in between Sydney and Orange, I'd stay at his place for a couple of days because I worked four on four days on, four days off. Um, and then the 2011 regionals came up. It was at Homebush. Oh, yeah. Went and watched that. Yeah. In the Woodchop Stadium. I was like, well, I, if I gave that a crack, I could probably do that, eh? Like, yeah. Like at the time, I think people struggled to get like four muscle-ups. Like some people couldn't muscle-up. They got like one or two. And that was regionals. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that was the heats that I saw. Like maybe later on they were better, but yeah. You know, I was like, wow, that's like seems possible. Mm. So I followed a bit more. I went to CrossFit St. Mary's a few times. And they were like, all right, to work out there. Did learn sort of a few things. And um, and then eventually I went to a games day. I was like, oh, I'll give it a crack. It was Southwest Sydney's when they still used to have it at their gym. Okay. Originally. I can't remember what year that was. 2012 maybe? It was pretty quick. And um, I ran into Trevor and he was like, oh, I'm going to start a box. I'm like, oh, yeah, sweet. I'd lost my license, but yeah, when I get it back, like I'll um, head down and check it out. I'll come down and check it out. Yep. And I had no light. It was actually funny. I met Alison around 2011, 2012. 2012 become official. And I had no license, so she used to drive me some places. <laughs> <laughs> That's when you knew she was a keeper. Yeah. Yeah. When you go on a date and chairs to drive. Or <laughs> <laughs> well, you've got no car, so you get when you do get your license back, you take her in your mum's car. <laughs> <laughs> Living the dream. Yeah. Yeah. I worked in mining <laughs> four days on, four days off. Yeah. I was loaded and I drove me mum's car. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, well, you got to do what you got to do. Yeah. Do you laugh about that now? Nah, not really. I never Don't bring it up. about it much, no. Yeah, okay. So, Trevor, he opened up CrossFit EC, yeah. right? And that was at Smithfield? Yeah. Yeah. So, where that was where we used to do BJJ with another guy. Okay. He used to do it with me. Yeah. And then I saw him in this game state. I'm like, oh, hey. He's like, hey, I'm going to open a box. I'm like, yeah, sweet. Right, eh? Like, yeah. where at? And he's like, where we used to do jiu-jitsu. I was like, all right, I'll come down. Sweet. Do you know what made him want to open up a CrossFit box? As far as I know, like he just wanted to help people, eh? Like, that yeah. was his thing. I've, I've met Trevor and he comes across to me as that sort of guy. That, well, he, he now has OPEX, mm. which, you know, we stopped doing CrossFit EC and just changed the name to OPEX and now um, works a lot more sort of one-on-one or individualized yeah. programming for people. Yeah. Yeah. It's um, really that next level of helping people, like it's – like full on yeah yeah they get right into it Mm. It, um meal plans and very very individual base yeah um and how long were you at crossfit ec and how did you find that time how long was i there for i was there for ages eh? like yeah what sort of what skills did you develop there or you know what were your numbers when you started and when you left pretty much everything eh? yeah i would have 
like learned most things from Trev. Yeah. He was pretty good. And it was always really hard on like correct movement. Yeah. That was a big thing. Like it wasn't about numbers. It wasn't about reps. It was like about moving right. Mm. So it made a difference later on. Yeah. Because like if you just try crunch numbers now and then you get bad technique, it's so hard to fix it later. Yeah. I think a lot of people come into CrossFit and they, you know, they've trained before and they, they try and say, okay, I'm going to lift heavier and I'm going to go faster or whatever. But at some point they realize I have to learn the technique yeah. to get better. In this instance, like it was so new, like, everyone was learning. So yep. it was kind of like no one really knew. Yeah. Trev was new. He was learning, but he was like teaching us. And then most of us there were pretty new. I'd never been to any like full-on boxes, like active and stuff where like, they were like top-level guys. Yeah. So it was pretty good. Like we all sort of learn along together and mm. like, I you know, probably couldn't snatch 50 kilos when I started. Like yep. I could always squat, so that wasn't a problem. Yeah. But like the technique of it, mm. he did a pendulate course, so we learned that. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, it went from there. Yeah. Just anything. Like all my numbers were terrible. Some of them still are. My run, but I think I'm any quicker. <laughs> Maybe like 10 seconds. I do notice you avoid running. <laughs> yeah. I try um, not to, but. What, what keeps you in CrossFit? It's always different, eh? Like never. Uh, it's the longest sport, or yeah, you call it a sport. It's not really, but it is now. It wasn't then. It was just like an active way of being, I suppose. Yeah. Yeah. But it's probably the thing I've done the longest out of everything. Mm. Yeah, it is. It's just so varied and and you there's always something uh, to work on. Yeah, mm. and, it, and like I've said before, it kind of like... Just a couple of questions to finish off. Do you have any regrets from life? Anything nah. that you feel like you should have done that you haven't done yet or there was only one thing well it's not really that big of a thing my mates were in ireland for new years and i probably could have taken a day or two off and flown over there but i just decided not to yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's the only regret you're doing well um do you have any fears or phobias um uh, just the usual you know fear of dying yeah I suppose. that's probably the biggest one yeah. No, like like spiders and snakes and stuff. I'm not going to run up and grab a snake. Like, Yeah. Yeah. Um, if you could go back to your teenage self, what what advice would you give that person that you know now? Probably nothing, eh, because you wouldn't listen. <laughs> <laughs> I've heard that question and I thought, you know what, I wouldn't matter what I told myself. Yeah, because you think you know everything when you're a teenager, yeah. hey? Yeah. I don't need to do that. Yeah. Mm. I listen to things people have told me. Geez, I would have learned some things. Yeah. <laughs> it's always better with a life's always better with hindsight, but um oh yeah, you know, I guess that comes with, you know, if you don't have many regrets then um you know, there's probably not a lot you would have done differently then and so it's good. Yeah. Um couple of rapid fire questions. What's your favorite takeaway meal? Thai. Any particular dish? Patsy you. Yeah, wow. Any Duck do you have a favorite Thai restaurant? Uh, Typhoon in the city, that was pretty cool. Okay. 
but around here is that Tyler Crum in North Richmond. Yeah, it's probably the best. Yeah, right. I've had. You might have to try Thai Buffalo at Hobartville. Oh yeah, yeah. It's been yeah, a that's cu- across the bridge. It's been a <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Not venturing across yeah. the bridge. Stuff that. Have you seen that traffic? <laughs> um, all-time favorite movie. Oh, Iron Man probably. Yeah. Okay. And or Shooter. I've watched that a few times too. Yep. Uh, if you could have any elite talent or superpower, what would it be? Oh, I don't know. You got me on that one. Runner? <laughs> nah. <laughs> a waste of time. <laughs> um, anything come to mind? Nah, superpower. Or elite talent. Or Maybe elite a talent. Basketballer. Nah. No way. Good motorbike rider. That would be all right. Yeah. Actually, what that's um, something that you're being – I should I should have asked you earlier. Motorbike riding, is that a hobby? Yeah, it's just taken off recently. Yeah. So a guy I worked with back in Orange, he was like, "You got to do enduro. You got to do enduro. Like, you know, motorbike riding. Yeah, yeah. You know, buy a WR four fifty. Yeah, righto. Yeah. He was a Yamaha rider. Bought one. Never really ridden. I owned a road bike a few years before that. Okay. So I had my license. Yeah. Rode, and then that kind of went quiet for a bit. Like in like five years' time, I probably did two or three months worth of riding. I did one enduro race. Yeah. That was terrible. Because I can't ride at all. <laughs> how, yeah, how far was that, Enduro? Oh, so it was just laps of a track for okay. five hours. Wow. I was far I was out. in a team, so it wasn't too bad. Yeah. But it was a wet, a nasty track with like a creek crossing and it was all like boggy and I had no idea how to ride. So I spent most of the time pushing my bike everywhere. Do you know how far <laughs> how far the track was? Nah, good. Like one lap? Sure. Nah, I'm not okay. sure. Worry. Yeah. And it was cold as... Allison came to that race actually. Yeah. Which was cool. Traveled all that way and sat in the freezing cold for five hours <laughs> yeah. watching bikes go around yeah. and around. Should definitely keep up. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> and so you working into racing now? Yeah, so my mate's raced for like most of his life. Yeah. He's sort of more vintage motocross. So now that's like anything pre 95. Okay. Um, here's a couple like really old pre 75 bikes. Yeah. And then, yeah, just recently I've gotten into like building the engine stuff. Yep. Engines. I never really did it. And he had one that he needed built and he was building another bike. And he's like, you want to have a go? And I'm like, yeah, right. Like, yeah. So, yeah, that was how that sort of took off. Yeah. And then, so recently, I went and watched some races because I've never watched it. Mm. And he brought a bike along and he's like, all right, you're going to race. I was like, yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Throw me in. <laughs> yeah. I've only ever done like one other race start, but righto. Yeah. <laughs> You strike me as that person, but that you could just sh- like roll up and, you know, yep, I'm ready to go. Yeah, I'll have a go. I'll have a go. Not necessarily. I'm not one of those people that can just do anything, but I'll like try it anyway. Yeah. You know, those people where they just like, yeah, I'll do that. And they're yep. like, just next level good. Yeah. Like, oh, how long have you done that for? Oh, no, it's my first time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's probably why I like CrossFit so much. Yeah. Um, what do you want to, what do you want to do with racing? Do you want to, you know, do it more or is it something you just want to do sporadically? Or? No, it's probably just a seasonal thing, eh? Yeah. The boys are into it, so. Yeah. Building engines is pretty fun. It's like, you know, you achieve something. Yeah. So I built his race engine. He's done a few races. I was like, wow, I didn't even know if it was going to work. Like, Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, you've had a plenty of practice of fixing engines yeah. and building <laughs> engines. So That's true. It's probably, um, it was probably always going to work. Yeah. How do you... What's the feeling like of racing bikes? Um, 
it's just like a adrenaline rush, eh? Yeah. Like, do you do it for the feeling? Um, uh, probably. I don't know. I don't, no, I'm not like a adrenaline adrenaline junkie. I think yeah. I just it's nice to get out and do something different. Like yeah, do CrossFit to be fit. You got to use it for some reason. Hundred percent. Yeah. Have you done? Have you skydived or anything like that? No. Yeah. Not yet. Not yet. <laughs> To be continued. <laughs> yeah. Um, cool, mate. Last question. If you're down to your last 20 bucks, how would you spend it? Um, probably buy Alison some flowers. Oh, yes. I always like getting her flowers. Yeah. She's going to love that answer. Yeah. <laughs> well, I love her, so it's worth it. Awesome. Hello, Alison. <laughs> All right, mate. I'll let you be. Thanks for coming in today. Um, I know you gotta you gotta get going and um, I appreciate your time very much. No worries. Thanks, Thanks very much, brother. man. It was good. I can't wait to hear your story. Yeah, one day. <laughs> <laughs> See you, mate.